Hey you, I need soaps. Best quality soap, anti-germ, very fine, good for skin. Will smooth you and soothe you, mama. Very famous soap imported from U.S. Mama waved her hand up and down as the tall woman with the blue and white plastic bowl full of soaps walked slowly toward the security gate. She did not rush. Nobody did. Even when the other hawkers realized that Mama was buying soap, that she had money to spend. They looked up at the window and shouted out the contents of their bowls or baskets or trays. Oranges, pure water, bushmeat, alarm clock, petticoats, Gucci handbags. But from where I was sitting, I did not need them to shout. I could see everything. Father worked as an accountant for an office full of government ministers in Central Lagos and had to leave the apartment very early in the morning to miss the worst of the go slow. Ezekiel woke up extra early to see Father before he left for work, even though he was fourteen years old and not a morning person. He liked to sit on Father's side of his bed next to his neatly laid out work clothes and watch him dress, pass him his tie cufflinks, and wristwatch. Mama would tut loudly into her pillow before swinging her long legs out of the bed as father whistled and teased her. It's like sleeping next to a handful of needles, he would say, sharp and bony, poking me through the night. Mama would tut even louder and sometimes suck her teeth. She too was not a morning person. We all had breakfast together. Father ate hot food only but lukewarm, which made his hot food-only rule seem silly. Ezekiel and I ate cereal or rolls with jam that Mama had stolen from her job at the Royal Imperial Hotel. After dressing in her work uniform of navy blue skirt and white blouse and painting her lips with a tiny paintbrush, Mama would make Father's coffee extra sweet with warmed condensed milk. Then she would kiss Father on the mouth sometimes twice. After kissing Mama, Father would have the same red color on his lips and make us laugh by pretending to have the voice of a woman. Father laughed the loudest. He always laughed at breakfast time, until he had a mouthful of food, or until our neighbor, who did not begin work until 9 a.m., banged on the wall with his knuckles. After Father and Mama had left for work, Ezekiel and I walked to the International School for Future Leaders, which had floors so shiny I could see my reflection in them. My best friend, Habibat, and I liked to sit by the fountain at lunchtime and take off our shoes and socks, dipping our feet into the cool water. Ezekiel liked the clubs and societies, chess society, Latin club, science club, but we both liked school. We liked the marble floors, cool air conditioning, and wide running field that seemed to stretch forever. It was nearly night when Father arrived home. My window was shut, the air conditioning was on full, but still I could hear his footsteps on the path, his key in the lock, and his slamming the door. Ezekiel jumped up from where he had been reading on my bed, knocking his textbook onto the floor 
where it opened at a page that had a picture of a man with no skin showing his insides and arrows pointing to the different bits inside him. Descending colon, duodenum, liver. Father's footsteps thudded across the hallway before the door burst open. Kids, where are you? Where are you trouble kids? Mama hated father calling us kids. Father loosened his necktie as Ezekiel and I rushed over and followed him to the parlor. I came top in the spelling test, and the teacher said I am the best at Latin, the best he's ever taught. Ezekiel was breathless from talking too fast. His nostrils were flaring. I moved closer to Ezekiel's back. Even though Ezekiel was only two years older than me, he was already a whole head higher. My eyes were level with the bony part at the bottom of his neck. I could not see father drop to his knees, but I knew that he had.